0: Arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo. On 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO.
1: All right, good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. And we have the privilege this morning of talking with Bob Rowe, who is the founder and executive of Renaissance
2: Enterprises. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Kristen. What an honor and a thrill to be with you and all your great listeners out there.
1: Yeah, well, we're happy to have you. On the program this
2: morning. Well, I don't get up this early for everybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I usually don't either. But, you know, somebody's got to pay the bills. That's right. Right. Exactly. Well, welcome and thank you. Uh, We like to ask all of our guests here on Creative Cafe, what's your favorite morning beverage? Coffee. Coffee. And not, and
2: not the unleaded kind, definitely with caffeine. Caffeine. Otherwise, it's useless.
1: Okay. And are you like a have to drink it all day long to keep things um, energized? Or No,
2: I'm basically a morning coffee person. Yeah. You know, once in a while I'll have a cup after dinner or whatever if I'm out with friends. Uh-huh. But you know, basically in the morning. Okay. All
1: right. So that seems to be a, a theme mm-hmm. with artists, that morning cup of okay. coffee. I don't want
2: to be the Lone Ranger. You're though. not the Lone <laughs> Ranger, trust me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like i said before you're the founder and the executive for renaissance enterprises that's a local nonprofit for the benefit of residents in nursing homes mm-hmm. and i'm not sure that uh, a lot of people actually know renaissance enterprises or um what th- you do and what they mm-hmm. do what that organization does but before we get to that i would love to actually talk about you as an artist mm-hmm. so if you could talk a little bit about your um art background
2: how much time do we have uh, yeah <laughs> Well, you know, I had an interesting journey, Kristen. I started out as a painter and uh, when I was, a, I think, 11 or 12 years old. And I had an aunt and uncle that painted in oils, and so my mom took me over to their house and got me a little easel and sent yeah. me up with the paints and the brushes, and they taught me how to mix color and how to to sketch and to execute doing a painting. Mm-hmm. And I also wrote poetry, so it was a little bit later on that the music— well, let me back up a little bit. Music was always huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was later on that the music bug kind of took hold, like maybe 17, 16, 17 years old. Oh, okay. Old. But my mom used to tell stories about when I was a kid, I had a couple of things at the same time, measles and chicken pox or something. And Oh, my goodness. I used to sit in a little rocker and listen to Mitch Miller and Peter, Paul, and Mary records all day and drive them crazy, you know. <laughs> okay. do you want to go out and play? No, Mom, I'm sick. I want to listen to music. <laughs> there you go. So do you still paint? You know, I do a little bit. I've kind of graduated to watercolors because it's a little bit quicker to be able to dab mm. some watercolor sure. paint on a palette and do yeah. that rather than the oils and the process that takes and okay. the drying time and the mm-hmm. pre-painting, you know, how to start from yeah. start to finish. I still love it, though. I'm a huge art fan. I mean, I just love to see good paintings and good artists. Yeah,
1: but but really music music is what you've made a career out of.
2: Yes, indeed. Uh, you know, I think they're all part of the same, you know, leaves off the same tree, so to speak. Okay. Um, the arts. I mean, if you have an artistic soul, and it's 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 interesting how so many of our well-known artists, like Joni Mitchell, were painters first, mm-hmm. or our painters also, right? Even Tony Bennett, and my friend Joan Baez, who's later in life, you know, since she quit uh, touring, is doing um, all kinds of portrait painting and. She used to sketch as a little girl, but now she's doing a lot of, you know, really in-depth portrait painting. So there seems to be a lot of performing musical artists that do visual art, Visual art as well.
1: Yeah. So uh, you talked a little bit about that, the moment when music really crept in Mm -hmm. um, during an illness. But when did you actually pick it up yourself
2: and Um, want to start to play? I worked in a hardware store in high school, and I went with my first paycheck down to the local music store and bought a six-string guitar, and I was 16, and was totally obsessed. I listened to all of the folk music records and imitated the picking patterns and yeah. the chords and the melodies, and um, used to sit around the table. My dad was a hardware salesman, and he'd be changing his catalog pages, and I'd be singing a ballad from the 1700s, okay. <laughs> and he was so nice. He'd play that again. That was pretty. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's very cool. But yeah, and then I was a misfit in, in high school. You know, I just was not an academian. I didn't want to do mm-hmm. reading, writing, and arithmetic and become a lawyer, or become a... You know, I mean, my sister says you could have done anything you wanted, you know, because you're you know, you're not a dummy. Yeah. But but music was such a huge, huge thing for me. I mean, I would hear a piece of music or play something and I'd go out in orbit. It was almost like a religious experience. Right. You know, and... Um, so I really couldn't see the way to do anything else, you know, I was mm-hmm. so obsessed with it. So after high school I stumbled into the local club and, and berated the musician to let me get up and sing. Yeah. That was pretty awful. But, okay. <laughs> but, but I had drive and, and uh, one time I remember I actually got a job and I had stage fright so bad I ran out the back oh, door and got in my car, car and left and oh, no. had to go back up and make up to the club owner. Uh, and, you know, really? And then I got an agent later on, and the uh, uh, rest is history. I traveled all over the country, mm-hmm. Canada... Did piano bars and clubs and concerts and coffee houses and was a full-time musician. Yeah,
1: well, I was going to say, you must have gotten over that stage fright because you have quite a discography. I had to. I had
2: to pay the rent. Yes, yes. (laughs) That that is, Yeah, It was non-negotiable. Okay,
1: well, you've got 21 albums listed.
2: And I'm on a few compilation discs, too. They did a a disc called Sacred Folk Music, um, uh, music with a a real deep spiritual meaning, and I'm on there with Janice and... Judy Collins and a lot of well-known folk singers. Um, it was an honor to be on that.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it, uh, you talk about folk music. Is that is that mostly the genre of these discs, or do you, uh, have you sung other?
2: No. Sing I and have, play? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And I studied piano, too, for uh, okay. over 10 years. I hated uh-huh. that. Okay. My mother made me play it. I'm glad she did, though, because I was uh, given a foundation in music and, and notes and, and timing at that point. Um, but no, the, the CDs are all of the variety. We have country, we have uh, mm-hmm. folk music discs, and there's some heavily orchestrated songs that are more contemporary pop-flavored, and okay. even some jazz. I'm, I'm an artist that loves all types of music that's good.
1: Okay. That's good. Yeah. That, yeah, a little schizophrenic, that, yeah. with it? No, that... that. Hey. So, yeah, and not you, boring. <laughs> no, not boring at all. You definitely have a love and a passion for live music, singing, and, and playing. But also a deep devotion to activism. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about what inspired you to advocate for the neglected and forgotten.
2: Well, I advocate for anybody that will sit and listen. Um, you know, primarily the elderly because they need me the most. Okay. You know, I was going to say I wish I could do more live concerts and things, and I have done many. You know, like the fretboard festival, mm-hmm. eight times, and the the Vicious, but. They not really need me you know because there many of them are concert lovers from the time they were living on their own and so why should we take that away from them just because they're in a, they're right. In a facility right so yeah but i've advocated for any of the less fortunate i think that probably comes from my folk in roots from looking up to people and emulating people like peter paul and mary and joe mm-hmm. by that found a way to take a commercial music venue or community entity like music and put in uh, meaningful lyrics and a message that mm-hmm. maybe could address some of the ills in humanity. And so that was always very attractive to me. Sure. Um, to be able to do that, to have something be entertaining but also maybe move somebody. Get them to think a little bit. Right. Maybe even get them to get out and act and do something positive on behalf of humanity.
1: Right. And in fact, in 2006, you received the Mother Teresa Mm -hmm, award mm -hmm. that's sponsored by the St. Bernadette Institute of Sacred Music for your work in nursing homes through music. Can you tell me a little bit about that honor?
2: Well, that was exciting. Um, A lot of people know this, but not not everybody, but uh, Mother Teresa used to write to me Um, during her lifetime, I think for about 15 years, and it was a really amazing pen pal show. Yeah. You know, I would send her little pictures of myself and our artists performing for the seniors and send Mm -hmm. them to India, and she would write little messages on them and mail them all the way back. And, um, yeah, um, she was just a real inspiration to me because I thought she was the real deal. Yeah. You know, no matter where you stand on different religious expressions Mm -hmm. and all that, I always felt Mother Teresa was authentic. Sure. And truly cared about people, even though that she had her critics too. Sure. But uh from my interaction with her I thought that she was extremely authentic. Yeah.
1: And so uh and, and so you were honored with the Mother very Teresa Award. That's yeah. very, very honored to have
2: that because it was somebody that I personally knew and was in touch with, but also that I really looked up to her message of uh, love and help for humanity.
1: Right, right. That's amazing. And uh Oh, we have to take a short
2: break. I can tell you about some of the not-so-saintly people I know, too. Well,
1: <laughs> why don't we do that after the break? Yes. Okay. And, and we, okay. Uh, when we return, we'll continue talking with Bob about his work uh, as, in the community as an artist and um, his nonprofit, Renaissance Enterprises.
0: Creative expression comes in all shapes, styles and forms. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo invites you to get involved in your local art scene. Are you an artist, playwright, actor, musician or photographer? Do you make your living providing creative connections for others? Or do you engage in artistic expression as a way to fulfill a need to express yourself and share your story? The Arts Council wants to hear from you. For as little as $20 a year, you can become a part of the larger community of your artistic peers exploring resources, collaborations, funding opportunities, and more. As a service organization, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. Please visit our website anytime at kalamazooarts.org. That's kalamazooarts.org. Or stop into our offices inside the Epic Center in downtown Kalamazoo. We can't wait to meet you. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You're listening to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO.
1: And we're back. Thanks for joining us. We're back on Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, and I'm speaking with Bob Rowe this morning, local artist and the executive of Renaissance Enterprises, a nonprofit that uses music to bring joy and compassion to those in nursing homes. Bob, let's talk a little bit more about Renaissance mm-hmm. Enterprises, even though I would love to talk to you about the scoundrels that you've known in your life. Oh, listen, you've got in a couple hours later. Yeah, we'll, we we'll, don't, we'll yeah. Go there. yeah, we don't. We'll go though. <laughs> yeah, we, we only have about nine minutes left in the show, so we're going to have to skip right ahead. Sure. So talk to me a little bit about why you formed Renaissance Enterprises.
2: Well, it's kind of an uh, interesting thing. Um, let me see. When I was... Just getting out of high school, a Catholic nun. My grandmother lived with us for 18 years, and she was kind of housebound because of her health. Mm-hmm. And Sister Robertine Trepa, she was the SSJs here in Kalamazoo, she came to our house to give my grandmother communion, and my mom, being the promoting mom she was, said, get your guitar out and sing a song for Sister. Right, so and that's Sister's a St. Joe, right, for those yeah, who don't. she yeah. passed away since then, yeah. but yeah, she um, was a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. And uh, she grabbed onto my uh, ability right away and started taking me around to sing for the mm-hmm. people on her route when she'd mm-hmm. go take communion to people who were homebound or to mm-hmm. visit nursing homes. Mm-hmm. And immediately I felt a real connection and a real chemistry. Um, it was so easy to to succeed in that environment because the people were, you know, withdrawn and lonely and and. Isolated, and you'd sing and smile, and the reaction you'd get was just incredible. Right. You know, it wasn't the, I mean, applause is nice in a commercial concert, but it seemed to matter more beyond that to these people. Mm -hmm. And so then I went on with my career after I met Sister Robertine, and I would travel around the country, and so I would make it a point in the middle of the day before I did my evening show in whatever club I was in to go into the local nursing home and do a show. And as time went by, that just seemed to get more and more important to me. Um, the applause became less important. I mean, the paycheck was still important. <laughs> right. But in 1987, I, it just got to be a real heavy thing with me. I just wanted to see if I could do anything more significant with it. So I went up and talked to Russ Gabier, rest his soul at the Irving S. Gilmore mm-hmm. Foundation, and talked to him, one of, one of the nicest, most wonderful people in the community. I don't know if you ever met him or not. I he think was, I did, yeah. yes. Okay. Besides the Arts Council, you guys are the best. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he was uh, just very encouraging, and he said, I think you've got a really unique idea, and I think we could help you with some seed money if you'd be willing to fill out your paperwork for 501c3 and form a board of directors. And being yeah. the tenacious guy I was, young, yeah, I went and did it, and the rest is kind of history. And then slowly but surely we began to get funding from most of the funding entities in the area. Right. Thank right. you, people.
1: Yes. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. The Arts Council was
2: one of our oldest and best supporters. And I just got to say here, too, this is a sincere thing. Um, I've traveled all over the world and all over the country, and I don't know too many towns with the population size we have that has the dedication, commitment, and the love of the Arts of Zoo does. And that's really yeah. to the credit of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. I mean, I've seen it all, and you guys really do it right. Well, thank you. So thank you.
1: No, well, yes. Thank, and thank you for that. Now uh can appreciate. I have my paycheck? Yes, exactly. <laughs> we will pay you after the show. So Renaissance Enterprises, um,
2: where, where do you currently play? Um, we do all of Kalamazoo County. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the facilities we do on a regular monthly basis. Oh, okay. Some are bi-monthly, and we do some new ones ever spor- sporadically, you know, here and mm-hmm. there. Um, now, we don't just do nursing homes. We do senior apartment complexes. Like Wyndham on Fourth mm-hmm. Street, which is now called the Artisan, and all of the, oh the, right, yep, all mm-hmm. of them connected to that. Friendship Village, um, that assisted the- living. Friendship Village. Okay, mm-hmm. so
1: Heritage Community was the Heritage other idea. Yeah. Heritage Community. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. Uh, basically, any kind of a facility where seniors either visit mm-hmm. or have a congregate meal site or some kind of a mm-hmm. um, uh, afternoon thing, or where they live. Right. And we have about 30 to 40 different regular artists and performers that work with us Right. that go around with wonderful gifts, some that do, like Michael Northrup, that do wonderful painting and demonstrate how a painting is is created, which is interesting to everybody, including Uh the staff. And then we have many musical artists, you know, Uh uh, Green Valley Boys, Susan Harrison, Uh um, Megan Dooley, who's Uh done things with us here and there, and um, oh gosh, Benjamin, Benjamin.
1: Benjamin yeah, yeah. Um, yeah
2: most of the people that are well known in the area do work with Renaissance that's great they offer their gifts and I also think it's a blessing to the performers and the artists too because it shows them a different dimension of an audience that they might not be exposed to you know and, and I'd like to say that if people haven't heard a lot about it it's probably because our audience is a little hidden you know and that the people are in a facility but that's the whole point is to right. be able to bring something into them that they may have experienced in the community when they were on, living independently.
1: Right, right. And, I, and and you just touched on something, um, that the artists are getting a different experience as well.
2: They are. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it, it seems that it's... People that might never get yeah. that
2: kind of experience otherwise.
1: Right, right. Which is, it, it kind of goes to that the idea that art, there's more than just entertainment there. There's something healing about it. There's something transcendent Absolutely. about Absolutely. it. Absolutely can even do
2: physical uh, improvements for the residents because the more socialization they have and the more movement they have, you know, singing along to Mm -hmm. the music or maybe clapping or whatever is good for their bodies, and it breaks the ice with other people living there. Maybe they might make new friends. Sure. So it's a good thing, you know, all the way around.
1: Yeah. So if there are organizations that are listening to us right now that think, geez, I would love to be able to... uh, Hire Renaissance Enterprises <laughs> to come into my facility. How do they find out? How do they find out about you?
2: Very simple, just Google us in your favorite search engine, Renaissance okay. Enterprises, Kalamazoo, Michigan. We're all over the place. Okay, uh, I have my own website as a performer, and then Renaissance has a website, www.visioncouncilslash slash that's donated to us from the uh-huh. Vision Council folks in town. Oh, great, and, uh, gratefully. Um, yeah, we're really easy to find online, and there's phone numbers and addresses and ways okay. to contact us, and email as well.
1: Okay, and I know you have a pretty hefty performance schedule. Is there
2: still room? We yeah, we'll make room. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I tell everybody I'm going to be doing this. I think till they they wheel me into room one hundred and one <laughs> at Friendship Village. <laughs> you know, I mean, who wants to sit around? And that's one thing I've learned about the elderly: the people that stay active and feel connected to life really do better in the long run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I would agree. All right. So uh, you mentioned the other website about
2: your work. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dot .com. And that's got a lot of nice pictures and links to the CDs, Mm -hmm. many of which do help benefit our program. My Christmas CDs, for example, the proceeds of those go back into our general fund for sponsoring more performances.
1: All right. And do you still have time in your schedule if somebody wants to... Have you performed for them outside of uh, a nursing home or a, a retirement community? Yeah,
2: it depends. You know, I mean, the, the seniors are my commitment, and, uh-huh. but I'm absolutely open to it, and I'm definitely, you know, um, open to talking to anybody about what their ideas are. We sure. love the fretboard festival and a lot of the festivals yeah. in the area um, that I'll probably continue to do at some point or another. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, but, you know, the... the I think we have to focus, too, on, on something that uh, really fills a need, which is with our seniors. Sure, sure. And there aren't a, lot, a whole lot of other groups at this point, you know, trying to take over my job. So <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'm stuck for a while. Yeah, yeah. But little... yeah. No, we absolutely would be open to other programs.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. Um, you had mentioned in, before in our interview here that uh, you rely very heavily on... Grants, donations mm-hmm. to make uh, make it happen. The artists that you um, hire mm-hmm. are paid artists um, for their gigs. That they're
2: not becoming millionaires. I mean, no. we, we give each of our artists just about a. Enough to cover their expenses a little yeah. bit towards their time. I mean, nobody sure. makes big bucks doing No, this.
1: no. But it's good that you also recognize that they need to be paid for their time and talents as well. Absolutely, yep. Yeah. I mean, that's,
2: that's the number one advocacy for the arts, I think, is recognizing what people's value as an artist is, and yeah. that we need to reward that with some good old green cash. Exactly.
1: So if there are folks out there that want to donate to you because you are a nonprofit, mm-hmm. That would be wonderful. Um, how do they do that?
2: Well, there is. If you're really into the having it happen fast, there's a PayPal button on my website okay. on BobRollMusic.com, and that, mm-hmm. even though it, the website's in my name, the PayPal the donation button goes into the Renaissance account. Okay. Um, we had one on the other website, but somehow it didn't. It's not working at the moment, so okay. I'm just kind of giving people the one on my site. Okay. And then, of course, our address and our contact information is all over the internet. To be able to send a check in if people want to. And, you know, I do want to mention, we are, as you know, Kristen, we are uh, program-centric. You know, we're Mm -hmm. not heavy on administrative stuff. We don't have a great big office. And and, um, I just decided a long time ago that I only had so much energy and time and that I wanted to focus on the mission of what we're doing. Yeah. You know, more than having a lot of the accrued amounts that uh, maybe make life easier. They would be nice. (laughs) But sometimes, more of the stuff that you have going on, the more you have to micromanage it, right. it. It's a little more time consuming in the long run.
1: Right, right. Well, no, and there's nothing wrong with that. So it's bobro.com.
2: BobRomusic.com.
1: BobRomusic.com if you mm-hmm. want to donate um, and help Bob and the other artists that are part of Renaissance Enterprises bring music and visual arts to our nursing homes and our community centers for seniors. Bob, uh, we're out of time today, but thank you so much for coming on the show. It was
2: absolutely my pleasure and thank you, Kristen, and for all you and the Arts Council do for our community. Appreciate it.
0: Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Did you know that Kalamazoo Portage was named one of the top 40 arts vibrant communities in the United States, and in fact, ranked in the top 10 for mid-sized communities by the SMU Data Arts Annual Survey of more than 900 communities. You probably already know that Kalamazoo is a cool place to live, work, and play, and now the whole country knows. Whether you're an artist, an arts organization, a business sponsor, patron, or volunteer of the arts, thank you for all you do to keep Kalamazoo an arts vibrant community. Want to know more about what's happening in the arts right here in Kalamazoo? Just visit kalamazooarts.org to learn about the cool programming of the Arts Council and all of the great events our community organizations have to offer. That's kalamazooarts.org. Now you know. Please join us next week for another installment of The Creative Cafe. This message is proudly brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo.